Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today a show whose hair is getting increasingly unwieldy. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to, the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting in my domicile, Sitting in her domicile is the Duchess of the Dorks. It's Ashley Pickle. Howdy. I was is that say, a mean green shirt? It is. North Texas. Um, I was going to say, though, like, you're, you have, like, lucky guy hair where, like, you can put product in it and it actually, like, does something. Like, I know quite a few guys that don't have ha- Like, my brother, for instance, does not have hair. His is super thick and curly much like mine that Mm. you he can't really put product in it and get it to do anything so his just so he actually for the first time in a long time shaved his head because it was just too Mm. much yeah so the thing for me with my hair as this has turned into hair talk um is i i used to just be like uh like one on the side short as you can on top like real like just don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my wife got standards and she said, well, you could do something like actually nice with your hair, you big dummy. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I guess I could. And so now like, I've just grown it out more mm-hmm. on top of here, but now it's getting to the point where it's like, this is the stuff that drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And then this is getting like, this is down like here. Yeah. Well, so it's not getting good. Anyway, today is, Thursday, April 16th, 2020, 224 days till Thanksgiving, episode 943, 943, the number of hits for Hank Blaylock in his blusterous Texas Rangers career. How cool is that? Me and more. <laughs> okay, on today's show, guys. Uh, back half, I'll, I'll, I'll go in reverse order. Back half of the show, Pickle had a great conversation with our friend Tracy Hackler at Panini America um, and uh, about the latest they've got going uh, this is, I don't know if you know this, but like trading cards are like booming right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They are because... like, like even more, like we've, we've talked to Tracy a couple of times, but it's like, they are like in the last year, they've really taken off. And so, um, I, I know you had a great conversation with Tracy 
um, mm-hmm. that we, we like to catch up with him every once in a while to talk about the latest in, in sports memorabilia. And so we'll hear from Tracy Hackler uh, coming up here the back half of the show. And then before that, we will hear from quite literally the youngest head coach in Texas high school football, the 23-year-old head yeah. coach of the Kroll Wildcats, Coach Mitchell Parsley. Mitchell Parsley is so young. How young is he? <laughs> Mitchell Parsley is so young that I covered his state championship games for Fox. Like, I haven't been doing Fox that long. No, I thought I said in the message in the Slack chat last night, I was like 97 represent. And then I realized that when I watched the interview, he said he turns 24 in September. So he's actually 96. So he's so got he's, me by so a he, year. Oh, but, that's too bad. Yeah. So he's older than you. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being a head football coach right now? No, probably not. Yeah, I was going to say. That would be really, at really cool, age, though. That would be very cool. That would be. Well, and especially at your alma mater, like, and where it, you, like, you led them to back-to-back state championships. I was going to say, if it's at my alma mater, that's a little bit different. Like, I can mm-hmm. picture that a little bit better. If I'm going into some place that young that I didn't know, no, that would be that would be way more difficult. But at the alma mater, makes a little bit more sense. So we had a great conversation with the head coach, the new head coach of Kroll, Mitchell Parsley. We'll talk about taking over a job when you are 23 years old. Um, So very, very cool for him. Uh, But first, two programming notes. First programming note, no show tomorrow. Pickle is abandoning us. Mm -hmm. But that's programming note one. Programming note two is we will have happy hour tomorrow and Pickle will be on it. I will. Uh, we'll be live on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Um, and we have secured some guests. One of the guests will be our good friend from 24-7 Sports. Is that right? Let me make sure yep. I get that right. Yep. Okay. I just got to make sure. That's, that's, that's a bad miss if you don't do that. Yes. From 24-7 Sports, our good friend, Gabe Brooks. The Pride of Carthage will be joining yes. us. <laughs> um, there's that. But he is, he's not coming alone. No. Not the only Beast Tomorrow, Texas. 5 p.m. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. <laughs> You're so excited. Longview coach John King will be our guest. Yeah. Let's go. So it's going to get East Texasy in a hurry. <laughs> it's going to be great. You do not want to miss... The uh, the uh, the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Happy Hour tomorrow, 5 p.m. Fox or on Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Do not miss that. So there's that. Yesterday, I had the great pleasure of catching up with uh, one of the rising stars in the six man coaching ranks. The youngest head coach in Texas high school football, Mitchell Parsley, is the new coach of the Coral Wildcats at 23. Uh, he just came off. He just finished his outstanding career playing at Wayland Baptist. Um, and so I had a great conversation catching up with him. Here is our conversation with Kroll head coach Mitchell Parsley here on Texas Football Today. There are days that make you feel very old, and today is one of those because we are joined by the head coach of the Kroll Wildcats, Mitchell Parsley. I believe you're the first coach that I covered as a player. 
So this is this is this is tough for me. How you doing, Coach? <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing excellent. First and foremost, most importantly, how are you? How are your family? Uh, how how are things going for for you and Kroll? Everything is going going pretty good. You know, nobody's sick or anything like that. I'm just losing my mind slowly but surely. <laughs> uh, now you are. You know, we 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 believe that Dave Campbell's Texas football. You're the youngest coach. Uh, in Texas high school football, 24 years old, correct? 23. 23. When do you turn 24? In September. Okay. So, okay. So you will turn 24 during your first season as head coach. Um, you, you came, you come back to Kroll where you led them to, uh, to, to back to back state championships back there. Was this always the, the goal? Was this always the plan to, to come back and, and coach at Kroll? Honestly, yes. You know, I've I've always known I wanted to come back here and coach, and I've known I wanted to stay in the the six man game ever ever since I started playing six man. Really. <laughs> well, and you were. Uh, I was looking this up. You are 2013, 2014 Player of the Year uh, in in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, going back to those to your playing <laughs> days there at Kroll, uh, are, are what are the maybe the 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 couple of memories that stand out most to you uh, about your playing time with the Wildcats? You know, just the, I guess, the bond that we all had together and our, our team and just the atmosphere around the town, really. You know, it was it was a great experience. And, you know, people still talk about it to this day. And, you know, I hope that I can come back and, you know, get us back on track and keep that, keep it going. Uh, you uh, went off and, and, and played your, your college ball at Wayland Baptist. You were a standout there uh, for, for the Pioneers. Um, you know, I hear all the time, you know, we, we get questions all the time about why six-man players aren't, uh, you know, recruited more to go play in, in 11-man. I'm interested in, in your perspective as far as the transition from playing, being a six-man standout to then playing 11-man ball at Wayland Baptist. What was, what was that transition like? You know, the biggest transition for me um, was just like footwork and timing and, you know, knowing all the defenses and, you know, recognizing them before the play even started. And that was probably the biggest transition. But other than that, you know, it's just playing football. Uh, we're talking with Mitchell Parsley, the head coach of the Kroll Wildcats here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, you get hired back in December uh, to take over your, your alma mater. Uh, when you first addressed your, your players, when you first talked to, to your players, what was, what was your message to them? You know, honestly, coming in mid-semester like that and everything's already rolling, you know, my, my biggest thing was just effort and attitude you know if we practice great if we do everything as hard as we can do it you know that's that's all I can ask is you give me everything you got every day that's all I ask them to do um what has been you know we hear from coaches sometimes that it's hard to go home again but uh you know you're a guy who uh look you're 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 a, you're a legend around Kroll, guiding them to back-to-back state championships. What has been the, the reaction uh, that, you, that you've heard from around the community about, about you taking the reins there with the Wildcats? Um, you know, most of, I've all heard pretty um, good things for the most part. You know, everybody's pretty excited. I'm excited. And, you know, most of the guys in high school right now are, you know, our water boys and, you know, traveled with us. So, you know, they – we know each other on a personal level, you know, I think, and they have all bought into it really well. And I think that helps them when they saw me, 
you know, I've been through everything they know that they're doing. And I think that that really helps us a whole lot. Uh, have you reached out, you know, this is, uh, I, I, I don't know if it goes without saying, so I guess I'll say it. This is your first head coaching job. Uh, <laughs> have, have you reached out uh, to, uh, to other people, other head coaches uh, to, to ask for advice? Have you, uh, have you, have you reached out to, to other coaches? Yes, sir. I mean, you know, from Crow, I've had, you know, quite a bit of coaches and they've all contacted me and, you know, congratulated me and, you know, I've, you know, taken everything that I've learned from them and, throwing what I've learned at college too, you know, but all my, all my coaches have been very helpful and, you know, they're, they work with me really well. Uh, we're talking with Mitchell Parsley, the head coach of the Crow Wildcats. <clears throat> coach, I, I want to ask you what you feel like your, your team is going to look like going forward. You know, uh, uh, you know, new coach comes in, uh, wants to put a stamp on the program. Uh, wh what can Crow fans expect from, from the, the Mitchell Parsley coach Wildcats? Well, what they can expect is for us to just, you know, give it our all, everybody. And, you know, I think we have a great group of kids right now, and they work hard. They're respectful. You know, they they don't complain. They're going to, you know, try their best, anything you ask them to do. So I think it's going to be a very exciting and great year. Um, obviously, right now, it's strange times. Uh, everybody's kind of uh, stay, staying home uh, as, as if – being a first-year head coach isn't difficult enough. Now we're throwing a, another wrench into it uh, with, uh, with, with COVID-19. I'm interested in how you're staying connected to your players and, and what, what you've been talking to them about. Well, at first, it is, a, it is a strange situation. Definitely, it's been a lot of firsts in my first couple months here. <laughs> but usually I'll send them like a, a message on Huddle or email them and try to just send them workouts or, you know, making – making sure they're doing something, you know, we have to, the main thing I tell them is you have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So, and they, they've all bought into it, you know, they'll, they'll text me or I'll text a couple of them, make, just checking in with them, see how everything's going and, you know, just trying to, you know, keep their hopes up and hopefully we'll get to come back and finish some things off. Uh, and, and finally, uh, one last question for Mitchell Parsley, the head coach at Kroll. Um, I, I saw you did an interview with our friend uh, Jeff Fisher over there at High School Football America, and I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of talk around you, and a lot of the conversation is always about your age. Are you tired of people talking about how young you are? <laughs> um, <laughs> it won't know, offend me. Not necessarily. I mean, I get it. I really do, and so it doesn't bother me. Uh, it really doesn't. I just, you know, I think I'm here for here to do a job and get what needs to be done done. And uh, I really, it doesn't bother me too much, honestly. Well, he <laughs> is he is Mitchell Parsley. He's the head coach of the Kroll Wildcats. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the gig. Uh, please stay safe, and we'll be talking down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he is, Mitchell Parsley, the head coach of the – Kroll Wildcats, 23. Won't turn 24 until September. Good for him. He will celebrate his 24th birthday as the head coach of a Texas high school football team. That is wild. This one really hit you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but look, um, you know, this was a guy who was the two-time uh, six-man. Were they 1A at that point? They might have transitioned to be called 1A, but whatever it was. Yeah. Um, the two, uh, I guess 2013, he was the six man player of the year, 2014, he was the one, a player of the year, but, um, 
he was a, a, a superstar. I remember mm-hmm. watching him at Kroll and being like, oh, you're like in six man football. It was kind of like, you know, you got your first taste of it at the state championship games. And you can tell when there's a guy, it's like, oh, you're just a lot better than everybody. It was like a Ben Crockett situation. Yeah, exactly. Like and like he, and he was comparison. he was in that same ilk mm-hmm. uh, where he was just like um, he was the best player on the field, plain mm-hmm. and simple. And um, so obviously got to crawl the back to back state championships under Coach Nathan Hayes. And it was um, really it's really cool to see him returning home uh, to be to be the, the, the head coach there. Uh, it'll take some getting used to. Uh, it, it was a, it was for me, it was, I had to make a conscious effort to call him coach. Right. <laughs> and that won't be the last time that that happens, but it's almost um, like the, uh, but, like yeah. little giants with, uh, Kevin O'Shea coming back to town, you know, like you exactly. gotta expect his name's probably up on the water tower, <laughs> which by He's the way, the star, I looked man. it up and Kroll is only, uh, 1.3 squared miles. Yes, it's a tiny town. Very tiny. A small town. But uh, he's a superstar there, and now he's the head coach of the Wildcats. We appreciate Coach Mitchell Parsley helping out with us. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Oh, my gosh. Corona. Instagram.com slash Dave Wash Campbells. Your and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. <laughs> Sanitized. You had to do it. Thank you for you practicing Gotta hit safe it. measures. Um, uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com <laughs> slash insider. Um, don't run to the store. Just ma- let us mail you the magazine. Yeah, it so makes you your life don't way have simpler. To wash your hands. Yes. You don't have to wash your hands. TexasFootball.com slash insider. Wash your Make hands. sure it gets well. Yeah, right. but also wash your hands, period. <laughs> Yesterday... Yesterday, day before, uh, there's time has no meaning. I don't know. Uh, it's just today. Uh, sometime in the past, Pickle caught up with our good friend Tracy Hackler from Panini America about the latest in what is a booming industry there in the uh, sports memorabilia. Uh, here's the latest from Panini America with Tracy Hackler here on Texas Football Today. little bit of interesting times that we're in here all being quarantined but the fun never stops and it especially doesn't stop at panini we've got tracy hackler the hobby marketing manager tracy how are you doing i'm doing well ashley thanks for having us or having me on and looking forward to chatting with you absolutely now you we were talking a little bit before we started here your kids gave you the quarantine mohawk is that is that what's happening there yeah, it's not my best look, uh, but I've got a I've got a college freshman and a, a high school sophomore, and they got bored obviously, like so many of us did. And I said, "Well, you, why don't you guys cut my hair?" And the youngest one wanted to give me a mullet, and I said, mm, I, "I don't look good in anything, but especially a mullet." So we'll the go other with the compromise on a mullet, and I think they did all right. You know, yeah. I think they did a pretty good job. They maybe yeah they did pretty pretty darn good with that one all right so we'll get uh let's get into the the panini talk here so for those of uh anyone who doesn't know exactly what it is that y'all do um you want to kind of explain that for us yeah so we are the the world leader in licensed sports and entertainment collectibles and really our bread and butter uh, um is sports trading cards uh from the college ranks all the way up through uh the NFL, the NBA, NASCAR, 
we have exclusive partnerships uh, with the NFL, um, NFLPA, uh, college sports, NBA, NBA a players, NASCAR. So we kind of run the gamut um, for sports cards and I really have enjoyed kind of the last year or two, the, the whole industry has kind of undergone a, a resurgence, the likes of which maybe we've never seen. So it's been a lot of fun. Very, very cool. Now, I know that you got started with this specifically as, as more of a career in, in the 90s. Um, has this always just been a, a big passion of yours? Well, you know, I grew up collecting with my brother, Tim, back in the late 70s, not to date myself too much, and um, never dreamed that I would be able to grow up and make a living uh, kind of in the in the sports card arena. I keep telling everybody that I'm going to have to go get a real job at some point, but um, until then, I'm going to keep doing this, and the, the thought that I get to, to kind of play with sports cards um, every day and call it a a career or a livelihood is I'm blessed. I, I know that I try, I never try to take it for granted and uh, am just blown away consistently by the technology that's advancing and the, the value of the cards, the quality of the cards. It's, it's uh, a lot of fun to be on the front lines of that. Well, man, I'll tell you what, you're talking to someone who gets to cover high school football for a living. So if anyone understands that, it, I got you on that one. So looking at this year in particular, uh, which rookies, from this year's NFL draft has Panini in the collecting world really been most excited about? Well, this is a great class. I mean, it's an unprecedented time and an, it'll be an unprecedented draft, but um, we, we actually have started in this kind of uncharted water that we're in. Uh, we have partnered with five uh, draft picks, uh, Jordan Love, Eno Benjamin, DeAndre Swift, Jerry Judy, and Antonio Gandy-Golden. And we're kind of doing three-part docuseries on, uh, with each of those guys kind of on their path to the draft. It's called Road to the Rated Rookie. And Rated Rookie, for, for a lot of your viewers who may not know, is an iconic term as it relates to Donruss trading cards. A Rated Rookie since the early 80s has been the rookie that you wanted to get. And so – uh, our Road to the Rated Rookie docuseries is following those five uh, players from kind of the combine time all the way up through uh, the draft and beyond. So the the players are releasing each episode on their own social channels. So uh, three episode ones have already been released. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Jerry Judy, uh, and Eno Benjamin have released theirs. Your your people can find them on their on those respective social accounts and. Uh, we have two more episode ones still to launch over the next few days. And then episode twos will take us through the draft moment uh, for each of these players. And so those guys are obviously ones we're keeping our eye on, but the quarterback class, obviously with Tua and Joe Burrow and Jordan Love and uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, there's the skill positions sell trading cards. and Those are the ones who kind of drive our business. And so, this receiver class and the quarterback class, and then obviously some of the running backs have us all really excited about what uh, what's ahead. No doubt, man. That this if if you're looking for those skill positions, this is the year of that draft class. That's that's definitely going to get it done for you. Um, so we've got a little. We'll 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 do this. Okay. Um, of the great former Texas high school football quarterbacks who now play in the NFL, which one would you most want in your collection? So I've got some options here for you. We'll go Drew Brees, okay. Ky Kyler Murray, 
Baker Mayfield or Nick Foles? Uh, of those guys, mm-hmm. I would probably take Drew Brees. But if you're talking about kind of current, what's who's on top of the collectibles kingdom? It's a guy that also represents the Chiefs kingdom, and that would be Patrick Mahomes the second. He's a guy that um, – that people are in love with. We have a pretty strong relationship with him. And um, so I would pick him, uh, but of the players that you mentioned, all are awesome and all have great Texas roots, but I would pick um, Drew Brees. Not a bad choice at all. I'm sure the Westlake fans would agree with that 110%. Um, so obviously a little bit of strange times here with, with social distancing and, and everything like that probably puts, puts a little bit of the in-person uh, package opening stuff on, on hold. How has Panini kind of adapted to this new online format of really how we live life? Yeah, for sure. We, we we kind of have been ahead of the curve a little bit on that. There's a, a a vibrant area of collecting that's called, for lack of a better phrase, they call it group breaking. And it's uh, people at their computers selling spots for box or case breaks. So that they get 32 people if it's an NFL product and one guy will have, like I would want to get the Broncos. You may get the Cowboys. So you watch this person break live. It's recorded as well, but you watch them break live. And any, if you have the Cowboys, any Cowboys cards uh, they pull are yours and they ship them to you. And that's really been a, a, a vibrant part of the collecting community for really about the last six or seven years. But it's almost a way to collect. It's tailor-made to, to handle um, this coronavirus um, pandemic that's swept the globe. Um, so that's been really exciting. And we've also found that one of the great aspects of collecting sports cards in any kind of hobby diversion is that it takes your mind off what's going on in the real world. And we've been really blessed and lucky that a lot of people turn to trading cards either as a diversion or in many cases um, as an investment opportunity as well. So we've seen uh, that pick up and the, the d- demand and the excitement actually increase in these last few weeks. So that's been pretty exciting. I think that anything people can do to, to get a distraction right now is definitely the route they're going. So we're very happy to hear that business is going well for y'all. Now let's switch the uh, conversation here just a bit. You, uh, you know that we, we talk a lot of Texas high school football at Dave Campbell's, and you yourself are quite a high school football fan, specifically with the Marcus Marauders. Yes. Um, so I – look, I'm a huge fan of Dave Campbell's, have been since I played way, way long ago. And I was lucky enough to be on the first two Marcus teams in, in the school's history. We weren't very good, but we learned a lot, and we were – still close to a lot of those kids but um yeah so I'm lucky enough I went to Marcus my wife went through Marcus and I've got two boys one who just went through it and one who's going through it now and um some people on the booster club found out that I did social media kind of for a living in my day job and and they recruited me to do the social media for the Marcus Marauders football team last year was my first year doing it loved it um it's so it's just look I don't have to sell you guys and gals on the beauty and the allure of Texas high school football. And 
to be there every Friday night on the sidelines, getting video clips and, and promoting the, a program that helped kind of breed me and, and a lot of great kids between then and, and now um, has been a lot of fun. That is awesome. I know that they, they've got to be pumped to have a, an alumnus on their, uh, on their team there. Uh, we'll, we'll dive a little bit further deeper into that. What are, what are you expecting from the Marauders this year? Obviously, with the realignment, they, they dumped the Irving schools and picked up those Plano schools. So how, how was the uh, feel around, around Marauder land when that happened? Um, <clears throat> you know, anytime I think people look uh, for uh, – uh, Irving was usually a lot of victories for, for a lot of the schools in the, in the LISD. So I think – not having them in our district only kind of intensifies the competition. Obviously, the Plano schools have a long history and a proud history as well. I think the Marauders really seemed to uh, capture lightning in a bottle last year, won 11 straight, went as far in the playoffs as they've gone in many, many years, maybe a few decades even. And uh, Coach Kevin Atkinson really has the guys playing well. I think his message, it's taken a few years, but I think uh, – you get enough kids early in that program that grow with it and really embody the, the STCDA mentality that, that Coach Atkinson uh, preaches. And it really seemed to gel last year when you've got obviously having talent like they do with Garrett Nussmeyer at quarterback, J. Michael Sturdivant at receiver, and a lot of younger sophomore contributors that are going to be there for two more years. I think there's a lot of excitement around the program, and, and they're looking to build on the success from last season for sure. Well, I've had the uh, I've had the opportunity and been lucky enough to cover a uh, battle of the axe rivalry there with the Marauders, and I'll tell you what that was one of one of my favorite uh, favorite rivalries that I've covered so far. So y'all got a good thing going over there. <laughs> yeah, it's almost unfair. The battle of the axe is obviously one of the greatest rivalries in the state, <clears throat> and they also have the Mound Showdown against Flyer Mound. So typically, they have those two big rivalry games in the span of three weeks and. Um, it's really, I think it would be kind of emotionally exhausting for the players and the coaches to, to have to get back up. Um, but when you win them both like Marcus did last year, I think it, it probably is easier to get up for them the next year. And I think the schedule falls this year to where they're not necessarily that close together on the schedule. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. They're, they're, you've, I was there last year at the Battle of the Axe and the Mount Showdown, and both were absolute nail biters. Um, just so much emotion. It's, it's, it was a lot of fun. Shows exactly what Texas high school football is all about. So before I let you go, um, if people are looking to, to head over to Panini and, and purchase those cards, where exactly do they need to go to, uh, to start doing that? So it's real easy. Just go to PaniniAmerica.net, and then you can find us, obviously, on social media, um, just at Panini America. There's a lot of excitement coming. Who knows – when this thing will get past us, but we'll be there uh, when it does. And, and we appreciate the opportunity to talk to the, the passionate Dave Campbell's audience. <laughs> well, we appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much, Tracy. And uh, you and your family, definitely y'all stay safe and, and hope everything keeps going well. Hey, Ashley, likewise, appreciate the opportunity. Y'all be safe. There he is, Tracy Hackler with Panini America. It's PaniniAmerica.com. If you want to check out what they got, let me make sure I get that right. All right. I get that right? PaniniAmerica.com? Yes. No, I just gave you wrong email address. It's a website. Hold on. Uh, PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net. Make sure you go there. PaniniAmerica.net. Check that out. So appreciate Tracy Hackler 
hopping on with you. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. So in the pre-show, for anyone who missed it, I asked people, mm-hmm. what is something that you wish that you could go out and do that's a very normal activity to do? One that we might have taken advantage of before said pandemic. Um, quite a few people said go out and eat at a restaurant. Quite a few people said Mexican food restaurants, which of course I stand completely. Um, but some of the ones I thought that were like interesting and definitely ones that you said kind of mundane that you wouldn't necessarily, or people complain about, uh, Larry Metcalf, Clef, something, said uh, go Probably to the gym. Metcalf. Yeah, said go to the gym. Yeah. And that's something that like we would try to give ourselves excuses to get out of, I feel like, before this happened. And mm-hmm. then you realize that you miss it. Um, so my wife is, and I know what my wife would say, which is she would want to walk around Target. Yeah. That's just like her... She doesn't even want to buy anything. She just wants to walk through Target and look. Yep. That's it. And it's like she can do that, but it's probably like not. Yeah. Like, just go in there for what you probably need. Probably not. It would not be. Point. It would not be in compliance with the current regulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Sanchez says he wants to go to class, which is another thing. I feel like go to the gym and go yeah. to class is something that, especially college students, will find any excuse not to do. And the fact yeah. that we miss that now is funny. And I feel like. Heck, go to work is a is a big one. Mm-hmm. Like there are some days that you just don't necessarily want to go into the office. But yeah, it's weird. Like I would, would like <laughs> to go into the office and I'd like to stop and grab like a coffee on the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's just one thing. And the other simple. thing I would throw out there, I would like to sit on a patio and drink a margarita. Yes. That's, yes, that's yes. one thing that like, and you know, yes. that goes into the restaurant thing, but it's like very like specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the other thing is um, like, we haven't seen my folks. Um, I would like to go and, uh, and, and do that. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like we're on the air. My wife is asking if we're on the air. <laughs> Hello, Jen. Well, we're running a little bit over right now. It's okay. <laughs> so there's a, Right. cameo yeah, um nice. yeah that um that 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 will be one thing is just kind of I sit think... on a, a patio and then like i haven't seen my folks it'll be like i would like to hand my kid to my folks yeah. and then leave yeah that would be nice i think mine is a big time of this year like around this time of year when the weather's really nice we love to go sit on the denton square like the courthouse square mm-hmm. is gorgeous it's there's tons of people lsa usually has music playing and you can publicly drink on the square so we'll grab a bottle of wine or a case of beer and just go sit out Mm -hmm. there and enjoy the weather and technically we could still do that like there's nothing saying we couldn't but again just but again probably not yeah so i missed that exactly okay no show tomorrow, but tomorrow, 5 p.m., Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's happy hour. Myself, Ashley Pickle, Longview coach John King, and 24-7's uh, Gabe Brooks. It is going to be awesome. You will not want to miss it. Okay, that's going to do it for us. I have to go take care of a kid. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thank you to Tracy Hackler of Panini America. It's PaniniAmerica.net. And thanks to new uh Kroll coach Mitchell Parsley for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. Wash your hands. Uh we'll see you for happy hour tomorrow, fr- Friday, 5 p.m. And then otherwise, we'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.